0: To coached soul
1: a podcast for a better you here's your host
0: steve hudgens
1: welcome back to coach soul today's topic may be as taboo but it's a topic that i believe all humankind have asked gone through trauma there's hurricanes earthquakes bombings, murders, if there was really a God, then why so much devastation? Dave is a minister at the Jinx Church here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. One of the things, Dave, I think that I'm hearing from listeners is, why God? And I get that question because I've been hurt by the church itself, Bible bullets, people not using scripture correctly. It's in your face. If you just pray harder, if you just had a little bit more faith. Day when we talked to several people in our podcast, and Keith struggles, we've all struggled. You're a minister. Surely you have some struggles.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, first, thanks for thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. This is a topic I love to talk about because, like you, I hear a lot of those same things. You know, I hear I hear about people that want to believe, but yet at the same time have so many reasons not to. Uh, you know, just life experience or church relationship, and uh, just maybe how they've been treated um, w- within a within a religious context. And so I get all that. I I've got that in my life. Uh, You know, one of the things we talk about uh, here at Jinx Church a lot is, you know, none of us are perfect. You know, we've all we all have the capacity to offend. We've all been offended. And it's trying to find that balance of pursuing a faith without allowing human relationships, you know, to to interfere with that or throw us off off track. We need community. We need that interaction fully experience what God's intended for us. But at the same time, it's usually the people that get in the way. You know, God's a good God. We don't always see or understand his plan, but he's always good. It's, it's more often than not, it's us as Christians that, it, you know, that create the scars, that create any kind of damage that we have. Even recently, you know, I've been a minister for 20, a little over 20 years now. And even just recently, you know, people I know, people that are close to me, you know, behave in a, in a not very Christ-like way, but under the canopy of Christian, you know, and it hurts. And and it does cause you to doubt a little bit.
1: You know, you said that God is a good God. Yeah. That's because it's your faith. (laughs) That's your perception. Now I remember growing up the strictness, the harshness from my parents. I'm not trying to blame anything on them because I make amends. I love them but it skews your vision of who God is. So when you come from a traumatic or hurt experience, you see God in a different way. How how does one come to develop their faith and say, okay, like you, God is a good God, but you're impacted by your everyday surroundings of hurt.
0: Sure. Yeah. And, You know, it's it's one of those interesting dynamics, right? Because I can say without a doubt, God is a good God. I don't always like what he does, don't always agree with it. There's plenty of bad in the world that I say, God, why are you letting that happen? You said that's my perspective because it's my faith. And and yes, it's that weird cycle, you know, that we get we get caught in. But the reality is whether I think God's good or not, God's good. My faith has to get me to a place where. Even in the midst of circumstances, even in the midst of negativity, hurt, trauma, any of those things, I can still believe that. That's the difference, right? For so many, it's okay. Well, if God is good, why do bad things happen? Well, God's still good, even though bad things happen. I have to get to a place in my faith journey that says I can believe God is good, even if right? Even if the bad happens, even if I don't understand, even if I fail and, um, it's not easy and it's not something I know for me personally, it's not something that you just wake up one day and you're there. Uh, it's not something you can just, uh, I laughed at your, at your intro a little bit there because I've heard all those things. Well, if you just pray harder, if you just believe harder, no, no, you can't pray your way into, into belief and you can't just decide to believe more it's It's relational, you know the more it's like any relationship in our in our lives the The more close proximity we are to someone and in this case, in this case to God, the more we know about them, the more we trust, the easier it is to believe. And so for me, even in my doubt, even in my struggles, because I continue to pursue my relationship with God, it becomes easier for me to say, Hey, God's good, even even when the evidence maybe shows shows that there's a, maybe a lack of activity on His part or a lack of care or that He's even allowing these bad things. But because I have a relationship, I know His character, and I know that no, God's good. The bad, the negative, that's coming from somewhere else, right? And and in my faith and my belief, you know, that's where. You know, Satan is still active in the world, they're still evil in the world. And because of, of sin, because of that evil, now we've got two competing competing factors, right? If God's good, well, then the enemy's evil. And, and that's just you have to begin to learn to discern through your relationship and your understanding of of who you believe God is. And so that's where it starts. It's for everybody, it's who do you think God is? And and You've got to begin there, and hopefully you grow into a faith that says God is good even if.
1: You had a sermon that talked about how do we talk to people without using the Bible? Yeah. And one of the things I want to bring out is you talk about faith. If you can use an idea or a way of presenting what faith is, help people to understand what faith is. Because I don't think we understand what faith really is, because we just, it's like getting in our car. It becomes a natural thing for us that we really don't realize, hey, I do have some faith here. So explain in a non-biblical way, so to speak, of what faith is. Kind of explain that a little bit.
0: Yeah. And that's the interesting thing. You know, when we hear faith today, we immediately assume religion. But the idea of faith has nothing to do with religion. It doesn't even have anything to do with God. Faith is, is this idea. Uh, the analogy I use all the time is um, like currently I am I'm sitting in a chair, right? I've got faith that this chair is going to hold me up. If I only had belief, I would stand off to the side and say, well, I believe that chair can do it, right? I hope that chair can do it. I even have an understanding that says that chair can hold me. But faith is actually sitting down and surrendering the outcome to the chair. And so my relationship with God is I, I know information about God. I know stories about God. History supports stories about God. Every culture on the planet has a version of a God, right? But true faith comes when you're willing to just place your life into that thing you say you believe. And so for me, you know, I've believed in God since I was a kid. I've I've definitely been mad and doubted God plenty of times. But when I say faith, it's I've made a conscious decision to just put my life in the context of what this God I believe in has asked me to do.
1: I have a little trouble, <laughs> and the reason why I have trouble with this is that you have somebody from a traumatic experience. Yep. How do they know how to have a relationship? And then the flip side is: is people avoid faith? People avoid God as if it's going to do more harm to them. Explain a little bit about that.
0: Yeah. So I think you've you've touched on something that probably. Um, in all my years of ministry, it is the most difficult aspect of talking to people about God or about a relationship because if you have relational trauma in your life, you already have a context now that says, well, I can only trust so much or I don't want to be more vulnerable because I'm going to get hurt again. Or if I choose to believe what if they let me down the way my past experiences did, right? So there's, there's already this context and this filter. And that's, that's the struggle because the God relationship is the first relationship, right? And he wants us to, how we handle our marriages, our dating, our parenting, our, our social interactions should go through the filter of what our relationship with him looks like. Unfortunately for so many because there is so much trauma and so much hurt in the world, we come at it backwards, right? And we look at how I can have a relationship with God is based off of what human experiences I've had. So that's, that's the big obstacle. That's the big hurdle. And, and so, again, that's why some of this is a difference between belief or hope and faith. You know, faith is sometimes that, that, that blind trust. Now, we as ministers, we don't like to lead you there first, right? Cause that's a big ask and there's not much control there. And if you're coming out of a place of, of trauma and scarring, you, you need that control. You need that safety. So I understand that. And so what I always do is, you know, begin very simply, depending on, on where the individual is, if they're asking questions about God, we just start there, right? There's no script. There's no, um, there's no exact approach to understanding God. The, the beauty of, of God and our relationship with him is he's going to meet us where we are. So he can meet us in our hurt. He can meet us in our trauma. And so, you know, if someone comes to me and, and says, listen, I don't know about this whole God stuff. It's like, all right, well, what do you believe? And, and try and find out where the individual is. And, and we can start, you know, faith can be built off of anything and and faith and relationship can grow from from even the smallest bit of willingness. And so for me, it's always do you want to hear about a relationship with God? Do you want to hear about faith? And if so, where are you comfortable starting? And and then we build from there.
1: Hey Dave, you just scared me. <laughs> Meet me? God, meet me yeah. in my trauma. God, meet me where? How does that happen? I mean, that's a scary way of looking at things. And people who are introverts or very hurt, they don't want to expose that. And part of the reason why we're having this podcast is so that we can bring out people's hurt to say we're not alone. Yeah. That there are ways of healing, where it's therapeutically, where there's faith. There is some type of healing and you can't do it alone. So draw that out a little bit more about so it's not so scary to listeners that God's going to meet me.
0: Sure. Well, and that's um, I don't know that I can make it less scary, uh, but I will try to just flesh it out a little bit more. You know, the idea is we so often find ourselves in the midst of of negative circumstances and. And that moment, we blame somebody. And, and oftentimes we blame the people that have inflicted whatever the negativity or trauma is on us. But a, a lot of times we're in my line of work. People blame God, right? Well, if God loved me, this wouldn't happen. And what, I'm, what I try and do and what I try and encourage and, and what I've done in my own life, my own faith is, well, let's flip that script, right? Yes, the bad happens. There's no denying that. We're not taking that away. We're not triv- trivializing any of the trauma you've experienced. But maybe it's not that God let that happen. It's maybe God is now here wanting to help walk you out of this, walk you into something better, help you heal and grow. And so it's not, I, what, what so often the experience I've had is, whether it's faith in science or faith in trauma or faith in relationships, right? We put those things in conflict with God, right? I can't believe in this and God. I, I can't understand this and God. And that's not true, right? We, you can have both. You can have trauma and still have a God that loves you deeply. And so when I say he's gonna meet you in your trauma, it's just that. He's that close friend. He's that one person that shows up in your darkest moment, in your darkest time, that, that God's presence is there. We've got we've to look to or move even one small step in his direction, right? That it's not conflict. There can't be God because bad, had, because bad things happen. It's even though bad things happen, where can I find God in this? Where can I latch on to a relationship that's going to help me recover and heal? and And, as you know, from a counseling standpoint, at some point, even use that experience to help others heal and to help others experience that peace and that joy that was stolen from us when we experienced that trauma.
1: A lot of times it comes with knowing emotional boundaries. you know, what is ours to own? what is that other person's to own? and And meeting God in in trauma, I remember the time that my spouse had left due to some reasons of health reasons for me. You know, when you're 34% chance of cancer, things just started crashing around me and I wrestled with God. I asked the wrong question. I asked why God, why me? There's things that I had to learn that I had to embrace pain. I know that sounds sadist machist. I don't enjoy pain, (laughs) but I learned to accept it. That's a different concept from what we teach in faith versus what the world teaches and people run from pain. Can you expound a little bit more about how God is able or helps us to realize that come out of that? pain to accept him?
0: So God, you know, God designed us, right? That's obviously every, all my answers come from this understanding that, that I believe God created us, God wired us, God, God knit us together. And so in that he understands, we have these emotions. We, he understands how we even respond to external influences and circumstances, whether they're circumstances that we've caused or there's circumstances that have been forced upon us, right? And, and so God knows what we're going through. He understands that. And so part of him being, um, him allowing us to find him in the midst of this is because he knows us and because he cares. And the, the, the big question that, that I think trips people up from even beginning is, well, why didn't God do something? Right? Why didn't God do something about that? And the hard part is, is he, we know he can do something, right? If you ask that question, you're assuming or you're stating enough faith that says, well, I believe God's there and I believe God could have done something, right? So you've got faith. You've actually got quite a bit of faith in that moment. But the question is, well, why didn't he? And the reality is it's the same as any situation in life. Sometimes people wait. Sometimes God waits. Sometimes God is uh, present and helping us in ways we don't understand and and maybe allowing circumstances we don't like. But it doesn't mean he's not there and it doesn't mean he's not good. It just simply means that these things are happening. Okay, so now where do I look for him? And so you ask, you know, Well, How how does God show up? Why why doesn't he do something? All these questions come. The reality is, is that's where the faith aspect comes in. And that's frustrating. Right. And if you're not from a church background, that's a very preacher answer. And and I understand that. And I get that. But that's what makes it faith, isn't it? Is this idea that, you know, at the end of the day, faith is choosing to believe. And, and so, yes, there's trauma. Yes, d- God's discoverable. You know, there's there's a million different trails we can walk this down. But somewhere in there, we have to make that decision. I'm going to choose God. I'm going to choose faith. I'm going to choose to believe. So really, you know, again, it starts. Well, who do you want God to be? Who is God to you? And then what are you choosing to believe is true about God? Um, And again, it's hard because if we come from a place where we've been hurt, that's the lens. And so, well, God's hurting me. No, Uh, not necessarily. You're experiencing hurt, but that doesn't mean it's from God, right? God is good. That's where I started with all this. Well, God loves us not because I'm lovable, but because he's good. God is there in my trauma, not because I deserve it or I've earned it or I am owed anything. It's because he's good. And so when I need to see God, when I want to see God, I've got to make a choice. I've got to, I've got to make a faith decision that says, God, this is terrible, but I'm going to choose to see you anyway. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I'm going to throw a curveball. All right. and we're going to, we we'll get about four or five minutes left. Okay. So I have a friend of mine who ran into the Boston marathon. She's about three or four blocks away from it from my, remember her telling me the story and a bomb exploded. And I did that Christian saying, Oh, somebody was watching out for you. And she became irritated. Why me? Yeah. Why did it take that little boy's life instead of mine? How do you answer that? Yeah,
0: yeah. That's uh, that's hard, right? Because when when God's silent, right? When God doesn't do something, we assume He's absent, or if God's inattentive to to one person but not to me, well, how can He really be good, right? The trouble is, and and this is again, uh, I'm not a big fan of preachers, even though I am one, um, but this is somewhat of a preachery answer. It's I've got to choose to believe that God knows more than I do. Right. I don't know why. I, I don't know why, uh, why he allows people to die in car crashes. I don't know why he allowed you uh, to have cancer. I don't know why he's allowed family members and friends of mine to, to have and, and pass away from different illnesses. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I think sometimes as Christians, that's what we need to lead with is, I don't know. I don't know why God allowed your friend to be unharmed and yet allowed other people to die. Uh, I don't know why he allows bad things in this world. I know from a theological perspective why, but I don't know on a personal level why because there's some things I would do differently if I was God. But I'm not God. Right. And that's the that's where faith comes into this. Is I can't I can't lose my faith in God when he does things that's different than how I would, right? When he's not attentive to my needs or my wants or my happiness, it doesn't mean he's not still God. It doesn't mean he's not still in control or that he's absent. And my personal circumstances don't necessarily have to line up with how God feels about me. Just just because God allows something or doesn't allow something doesn't change that he loves me. It means He's operating with more information than I have. You've, you've got a military background, right? Yes. They're, they're yeah. saying that, well, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> so, so for me as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, and, and that's an important label to have, I'm a follower. These big picture decisions, that's above my pay grade. Um, I don't know why God does everything. And I'm confident and okay not knowing. I'm still going to trust because what I do know is God is good. God is for me and God is with me. Those are truths that that are, that are core anchors to my faith. And if I can just remember those three things, I may not have any other answers, but if I can remember those three things that are true of God, I can, I can survive any circumstance. I can survive any relationship or trauma or or yeah, just anything this world throws at me, I can find my way through it and come out the other side better because I do believe God is good. God is for me and God is with me.
1: I think a lot of times and we're coming out of time. I, I think a lot of times it's fear that drives us to want to try to control, try to have an answer to fix things and fear just runs rampant it's it, it, we don't have impulse control uh, over fear sometimes you know dave i really appreciate our time together i look forward to us getting back together again and i really want to hone in on how we can be different yeah as Christians. And I want to kind of take this next episode a little bit of difference between Christianity, what does it mean that God loves us when we don't love ourselves sometimes. So thank you for being on the show, and we'll meet next time. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.